bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. This is Two Birds, One Clone, where three college friends bullshit about sports. Alrighty, uh, today we'll be talking about uh, the national championship. Then we'll hop into James Harden deal with the whole NBA, everything going on there. Then we'll talk about some coaches moving around the NFL, and we'll get straight into the playoff uh, recap and predictions. So um, I guess with the first thing we'll start off with is uh, the national championship, Ohio State versus Alabama. Uh, all right, so since we like to talk betting here, I remember I was looking at the parlay we were thinking about hopping in here. We took the under. We missed by, what, one and a half? It was kind of a bad beat there. But um, if, like, these were parlay options. It was Najee Harris, over 150 yards, um, two touchdowns. It was Devontae Smith, 150. Then there's one for three touchdowns. There's one for Mac Jones, 400 then four touchdowns if we would have bet on all of them we would have made like easy a thousand like it was just the amount of shit like with shitty odds that all hit for Alabama was just insane um and I guess at the end of the game we found out that Mac Jones is like really fat which I kind of love to see that and his sister's hot so that's another good thing but um yeah I guess you guys can take away <laughs> what I just said no. No, Matt, that picture of Mac Jones, that was like a couple of years ago. I think I don't think it's him anymore. Oh, really? Oh, well, I imagine yeah. he still got a nice. Because it's, it's yeah, no, it's been up for a while. I saw that a couple of years ago. But, yeah, I mean, um, the funny thing is, was that Sean Wade, that really good corner for Ohio State, there, I asked him about the matchup that he has or something. He goes, you you know exactly who I want want to face. And it was Devontae Smith, and you saw what happened. I mean, he just got torched. <laughs> like, but Coin Coin said he goes, "What's the what's the spread?" I'm like eight and a half. He goes, "I'm gonna make my own twenty one, and I got Bama covering." And he did. So that's crazy. I like I didn't think they Ohio State had a chance. Like, cause I don't think Fields is really that good, and plus he's playing hurt. Yeah, I just knew. I thought maybe it had a chance of being close if it turned into a shootout, which I guess it did turn into a shootout. It's just I knew, like, Ohio State couldn't keep pace with Alabama because Alabama, literally, they have the best at each position, at every position on offense. It's insane. Like, they have arguably, like, a top three quarterback. They have probably two out of the best five receivers in college football. And they have probably the best running back in college football, maybe second after Brees Hall. But, um <laughs> Actually, no. After watching that game, he was definitely the best. Like they, Ohio State yeah. couldn't tackle him, and he was just shedding tackle left and right. But I knew they wouldn't. Ohio State wouldn't be able to keep up with Alabama on offense, and obviously Alabama showed why they're a powerhouse in the country. But yeah, that's all I got. I mean, we had the we had the over under set at seventy five. So for the only way them for them to hit the over, we needed eleven touchdowns, and we had we had the under. Like, there's no way they score 11 touchdowns in a football game. And, you know, here we are mm-hmm. losing fucking 20 bucks. Saban's the GOAT. Yeah. In a national championship game, too, against a Big Ten team, which is, like, kind of known for, like, having, like, solid defenses. I'm like, all right. And then um, they just beat Clemson when, like, Alabama doesn't really play Clemson that well. I'm like, all right. Like, Ohio State's got to be able to, like, stop them somehow, at least from scoring that many fucking touchdowns. But, yeah, they went ahead and did it. Yeah, no, I, I knew Bama would kill them, but I thought they'd only get, like, I didn't know they'd get 50, whatever, 52. I figured, like, 40, like, 20 game. But since Bama, I, I didn't think Ohio State was really that good all year. But, yeah, they, Bama just proved everyone why they're the best and why Saban's the – no, I think the only game that good games Ohio State had all year was against Clemson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, another thing about Alabama is they're going into this next season with a number one ranked recruiting class. And, I mean, I think this goes to show, like, this making the college playoff, those four teams, is so huge for, like, universities right now because if you're a recruit – and Nick Saban walks in your living room and tells you, hey, look at all these players that I've held for all these years. They sat behind great NFL guys. 
I guarantee you a national championship, and I guarantee you're going to be a first-round pick. Like, how do you say no to that? Exactly. Yeah, it goes hand-in-hand hand with Clemson. I feel like they're just those two teams where how – if you're a five-star, how do you not go there? Even if you're going to sit behind another five-star, like – all these guys have shown like it doesn't matter. Like we're still going to be champions, and we're still going to get drafted in the first round. No, Saban's um, every recruiting class he's had, I think, since he got to Alabama, won a championship. Because he's because you got to because if you redshirt, no matter what, if you redshirt, don't you have to at least play for two years? And so, like, and most guys redshirt right away when they go to Bama because you're probably not going to start as a freshman. So you're there for three years, and he wins the championship every three years. So like you. You're guaranteed a championship. It's proven that he's every recruiting class has won a championship for him. Yeah. Um, I mean, if you're an NFL team right now, which, I mean, a lot of people are discussing this, who do you go with out of that wide receiver duo, uh, Devontae Smith or Jalen Waddle? I mean, I, I honestly don't know because you look at Smith and everybody's saying his, like, physical like, – he looks like the Grim Reaper. I mean, he – or Slenderman or whatever it is. The but, Slim Reaper. Like, I feel like when he gets off the line in the NFL, he might get busted right away. I mean, but on the other hand, if he can get off the line, I feel like he'll be elite receiver. But then there's Waddle who's going to run like a 4-2 at the combine. So it's like, you know, where do we go? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't I think – I don't even think they're the top guys. I think Jamar Chase is the number one. Yeah, but I'm sure. between those two. Like, Yeah, I, it sucks he didn't see Waddle play all year, though. Like, he was supposed to be the number one guy this year, but then he was hurt. So, like, I don't really know. I'd probably go Waddle just because he's fast and he's big, and he was supposed to be the guy if if he wasn't – if he didn't get hurt. But, I mean, I don't think he can go wrong either way. I mean, I think they're both going to be really good. Yeah, I think – I don't know. I think Smith is more talented, but Waddle's better fit for the – for the – not NBA, but for the NFL. He's just, like – yeah, like Joey said, like more physically gifted than like he's got like strength on him. He's got size. Obviously, he runs just as fast, maybe even faster than Smith. And like people forget when that season just started, like Smith wasn't even the number one receiver. Like it was Waddle. Waddle was going out there putting two hundred yard, three hundred, two hundred yard, like three touchdown games. And then once he got hurt, it just like opened the door for Smith to just blow up. Well, then, yeah, I mean, going back to, like, what Luke said about Jamar Chase is he didn't play the whole year either. So, it's like, I mean, it, it could mm-hmm. make an easy difference between them guys. Yeah. So like He had a better um, year than Justin Jefferson did in college. Did that Ross guy play for um, Clemson? Ooh, uh, I don't know. He was hurt, year. wasn't it? Yeah. Because I remember it was last year, it was, it was Higgins and Ross. They were, like, that huge duo. It was, like, mm-hmm. Jefferson and Chase, basically. I don't. Right. I haven't heard of him all year. Well, uh, moving on from college football, we'll hop into NBA news. Um, I guess the biggest news that happened was uh, James Harden is now a net. Uh, the Nets receive Harden, and then the Rockets get Oladipo from the Pacers, Dante Exum. I mean, and then just a shit ton of picks. Uh, the Cavs get some role players, and the Pacers get Levert. But um, I think with the Nets right now. I think I'm just going to ask you one question. It's if clocks winding down, who <laughs> the laser beams <laughs> are shooting at you, whatever <laughs> the fucking Martians are coming. Like, who do you pick to shoot that ball? Like, I, I mean, I think that's an actual, like, good I question think, to ask. I honestly think if, I think you go Kyrie, honestly, cause he's done it before or KD's done it too, though. Harden really hasn't done it a lot. I mean, Kyrie can sh- Kyrie Shoney can do it, but I don't think you can go wrong either way. I'd go probably Kyrie KD, leaning towards Kyrie. My option would be, yeah, that's a good good question though. I'd go I'd go KD. Um, I mean, he's the greatest scorer to ever play basketball. I think, like, he's just the most like he's the biggest mismatch that's ever played basketball in the NBA. Like, if you need him to go get a bucket, he'll get a bucket. Like. He's seven foot, so he can either drive and body some guy. He pulls up like he's Clay Thompson, you know. Like his dribble pull up is just insane. Like he can fade. It's he has so many like weapons he can choose from. I'd take KD. I mean, him and Kyrie both have like that same clutch gene as well, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, in my personal opinion, I would I would also give the ball to KD because if you give it Kyrie and he misses it, everybody's gonna say, "Why didn't you give it to the best scorer of all time?" And but. 
but then again, we've seen time and time again where Kyrie's playing with LeBron and he gets in that spot, you know, that like elbow three or whatever, and he hits it every time. Like, I mean, that would be my only argument, but if like they obviously just have a ton of options right now, if that were to ever happen, but yeah, I think you got to get no, like the Nets are in a situation similar to the Clippers, how they have no picks now, so they need to win. And if they don't, they're probably going to be the worst uh, NBA team for the next how many years? Yeah, when everybody leaves, yeah. Yeah. Like, so they, they got to win. I want to know if Kyrie knew about this trade, too. Like, because it just happened. Like, I wonder no, if they were. I, I saw a thing where KD, Kyrie, and James Harden on the offseason, they were all working out together. And I heard they, like, tried to push during, like, before the season to get him. But, um, yeah, after James Harden started acting like a dickhead on purpose, like, the Rockets mm-hmm. are just, like, whatever. Like, the Nets can have him. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think James Harden in this offense, he's obviously going to have to play completely different. He's going to have to be, like, a pinned-down, like, three-point guy, like, like in the corner, like, prostitute kind of thing. Like, fucking, I don't know. Like, I because James Harden in this offense obviously can't put up 30 because that's just not – that, oh, yeah. The ball has to move. There's one ball. They're gonna they're gonna have their nights, each player. Well, yeah, and I, I wasn't worried about KD and Kyrie playing together because they've played on super teams before. So it's like yeah. you know KD doesn't need the ball. Yeah, I think he can he can get his own thirty. Like it's you know, he doesn't yeah, he, he doesn't need the ball in his hand. Yeah. Exactly. That's how he was on the Warriors. Like yeah. he wasn't even the main guy dribbling the ball and he'd average thirty a game on the Warriors. So, yeah, yeah, one of the- Kyrie, Kyrie in that playoff run, like when they won that championship, he still dropped like I think it was average twenty eight with LeBron on his team and Kevin Love. Like he, he can obviously make it work too. So it'll be really yeah. interesting to see. I don't see a problem with all of them scoring. You'd win every game. So like, fuck it, let's all get thirty every night. That'd be crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Mine as well. Yeah, I mean that this team now is about as deep as like a fucking five dollar kitty pool so i don't know yeah, we'll, yeah. Yeah, we'll see but at, least so at, all, at all times though they'll have a superstar on the court like, that's a yeah. thing so and i like joe harris can just sit there now and just spot oh everywhere. yeah joe, joe harris gonna have a fucking heyday now i, I mean, he <laughs> should like i would if i'm joe don't harris they still have too? Go down, i'd be like great i don't even have to move to get my shot yeah they got Din- yeah jack they do have dinwiddie still yeah, Dinwiddie will thrive in that, he, too. He is hurt, though. He's going to be a spark plug off the bench. I know it. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, anyway, we'll hop into football now. Um. Just some quick news before the playoffs. Uh, Urban Meyer, we're, I mean, it's pretty much stamped that he's going to be the coach of the Jaguars. I don't know how I feel about this, just, like, historically on how college coaches have performed in the NFL. But, like, lately uh, – Kings Bears came. Uh, shit, who else? Uh, there's Matt Rule. Yeah. Matt um, Rule. Um, Judge. What's what's Chip Kelly's there. Was the... He was terrible. Anyway, yeah, yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. They're horrible. Yeah. Urban Meyer's going to have Trevor Lawrence. So At least Urban Meyer won in college, unlike um, uh, the other guys. King, Kingsbury, I mean, he didn't even win in college. Matt Rule didn't even – Matt Rule had even, one good season. Matt Rule had one good season. Yeah, and Kingsbury didn't even win in his division. I know, but I don't – That it brings up a good – I don't know, was Fields – did Urban Meyer bring in Fields or did Ryan Day? No, Day did. They he so like, Fields, he was Fields a transfer. transferred from Georgia. Yeah, see, I yeah. didn't know if he transferred that year that all that mess was going on. But yeah, okay, yeah. so like I don't think he's gonna take uh fields then. Yeah, It'd be stupid people... to take fields. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. I mean I'm I'm seeing people are the saying that it, but... Wilson or whatever from BYU will be the next guy off the board. So... I think he's better than Justin Fields, but Yeah. Um There's so many that quarterback class is so deep though. There's like seven you can Oh go. it is. Yeah. Because, like, people said, like, Next. Trask and, like, Jones might even go to, like, second round just because there's so many quarterbacks. Yeah, I think Jones' uh, draft stock went up, though, I heard, after that championship game. I still think Trask is the second best in that draft class. Oh, that's a I don't know. I don't. hot take. No, I, <laughs> I believe it. Take. I think he has I the best. I put him, like, four. 
he's maybe. got the best um after um Lawrence, I think he's got the best accuracy. Mac Jones was like seventy seven on the year. Well yeah, it was you watch National Championship game though, he's throwing to guys that don't have a fifteen yard radius around him. But he's still hitting them in stride. Well, as he should. Yeah. It's accuracy. Uh Next coach to get out of town was uh, Dougie P, Mister Doug Peterson. Um, he's gonna get he's gonna get a good coaching spot somewhere else. Like he, he's been with all these like legendary coaches. He obviously won a Super Bowl three years ago. Like I think everything just right now is so dysfunctional with the uh, Eagles that they had to get him out. And yeah, I mean he's gonna be at least coordinator somewhere. So yeah, no, I, he's gonna go somewhere at least be. A- coordinator but i think he's gonna have head coach There's a lot of teams that are looking for a head coach so i yeah. like the chargers i'd be a great spot if i was a coach i'd want to go there because they got the talent it's just their last coach didn't know how to finish a game yeah well i just think if that last game never would have happened where he like threw it basically i still think he's the coach of the eagles oh yeah he still has a job yeah, exactly. I think that's just the only reason he got the boot, basically. Yeah, and his team turned on him. And I think that whole, like, winning culture or whatever just kind of, like, went out the door. I mean, as soon as they started being in the NFC least or whatever, people started calling him. But, yeah, um, we'll hop into the super-duper wild-card weekend. Um, first game, well, I'll just go straight off what CBS telling me. Uh, Ravens-Titans. Um not much of a shootout. Derrick Henry got locked down, though. Um, I think we all had the Titans in this game. Uh, I believe so. Yeah, we did. We did, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know what happened to the Titans. They were really rolling, but the Ravens, like, their running game just unstoppable, it seems like. Well, against the shitty Titans defense, but. Yeah, no, I had Ra- yeah, I had Titans covering by Ravens winning because I thought they were just playing so hot. And Lamar rushed for more than Derrick Henry, and he threw for more than Tannehill. So, I, I think he's he's playing really well right now. He doesn't throw for a lot of yards, like we said, but they're, they're a running team. That's what they're going to do. They're just going to run down your throat, which they did. Lamar did, pretty much. But that biggest yeah. the biggest play was that, uh, like, what, like 50-yard touchdown? I don't even know how long it was. And basically sealed it for him, I thought, watching it. Yeah, um... Obviously, the Ravens defense stacked up, stepped up to the call there. I think they showed why they're like an elite defense. Like you go against those cornerbacks, they're so hard to go against. You got Peters on one end, you got um, Marlon Humphrey on one end. That's just you can't beat that. Like I think it's probably the best one-two in the NFL. But like you would have thought, like the Ravens would have got some going on offense because this Titans defense is known just being for like a bad defense. You know, I think that was really their only weakness going into the um. To into the playoffs here, it looked like it was just their defense, but obviously they couldn't. Uh, the Ravens couldn't execute that much, only put in 20. I guess they still won, so you can't complain too much. Um, I think the story of this game was just having chips on shoulders. I think Lamar went into it like, I have to win this fucking game. Like, people are just shitting on me for not winning playoff games. And then the Ravens in general, I didn't know about that, like, whole logo thing. Yeah, same. But, uh, yeah, Peters Peters gets that pick made as a rip up that logo. I'm like that, I mean, I fucking hate the Ravens with everything in my heart, but like I gave it to them for like that was badass. Like it, the Titans fucked up their logo last time, and then they just threw a party on the Titans logo. Like <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of a juju move to do, but I mean, uh, pretty I, cool. They saw when you happened. win, it's cool. <laughs> yeah, at least it worked. Yeah, exactly. Um, next game, uh, all right, so here we go. We had the Nickelodeon game. At first, I'm like, holy shit. Um, this has got to be, like, the cringiest thing I've ever watched in my life. Like, they were literally – the chick that was in it was our age, and she didn't know what a punt was, and she still got fucking hired to beat an outer. <laughs> but, I mean, with all the slime and shit, too, like, they – they said slime about 900,000 times, and they didn't fucking slime anybody. Like, I'm really mad about that, too. Um, I mean, now, if we're going to talk about the actual game, um, 
Ah, shit. I mean, the Bears just didn't come to play, I guess. I mean, Tabriski did, I guess. He got, he got the MVP. I mean, <laughs> but, get that boy yeah, some slime. I mean, we all yeah. Saints would win this anyway. But uh, since we kind of like the bet here, uh, bad beat of the week, the Bears, they got a touchdown to end the game. But since the clock ran out, they couldn't get the extra point in. And a lot of people that 10 and a half over, I mean, to cover, they missed. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, bad day for a lot of people there. Yeah, I mean, Bears didn't run the ball. They didn't throw the ball. They just Their defense tried their best to keep them in the game, and they just couldn't do enough. But, like, a great question. Will the Bears ever be good? Like, they've been have one good yeah. season when I've been a fan, and it's like every year you just Not know. Not two good seasons. Even when we were – but like we yeah, had like ten and six, yeah. But like that twelve and four was like, oh my god, we might be good. But then I always know. Me and Logan are talking about this. There's always in the back of your head, you're like, I don't even know if we can win this game. Like I don't. When we play the Eagles, like there's always a doubt. Like we might not even win this game, and we didn't. It's just like I'm just sick of like being disappointed. Like maybe we can win some playoff games sometime here. The last time they won was when Cutler almost brought us to the damn Super Bowl, but. He, I guess, but then the Packers beat us. I just, it's just so frustrating, especially when you can't score. Like, I'd lose a shootout at least, but I don't know. That's all I got. It's just disappointing every year. Well, you can see here, you can't lose in a shootout when your offense is a dog shit. That's what I'm saying. You know, like, at least that's the first make problem. it exciting. Like, fuck. Well, I mean, I think the Bears, I think the Bears win this game if Wims catches that touchdown. If they catch that touchdown, the That's Bears are up by like seven. The They're up by seven going into halftime, I think. Because it was like ten to three. It would have been ten to three going into half. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. No, seven. Ten seven. Yeah, we'd be up three going into half. But yeah. still, like our defense was playing out of their mind in the first half. Like the Saints only had pro- I think they only had like seven first downs in the first half. But I mean, obviously once that happened, the offense kind of sputtered. I think Matt Nagy just wanted to coach to get fired. Nagy. He was coaching to get fired, but um, I guess because the Bears' management is a bunch of imbeciles, they decided to re- they decided to keep Nagy uh, and right. uh, Pace for one more year, which is fucking idiotic. But it is what it is, and you know, on to the draft, I guess. Yeah, I think the Saints had one mission for this game. It was to stop Montgomery, and he's been your bell cow lately. And when they hold him to thirty-one, the Bears have. A snowman's chance in hell of winning a game. So, um, yeah, I guess it's time to shit on me. Uh, Steelers, Browns, I'll let you guys go ahead because I'm literally about to lose my shit. So, go ahead. Yeah, I, I'll take out, like, the first quarter. I know it's, like, easy to say. Like, yeah, I just take out, take out a quarter of every game. But the Steelers, like, played better almost without that stupid first quarter they had with part of the game. So, can't take that away from the Browns. But, like, I thought – there was always like I always, I thought they could win that game if they would have went for it on that fourth and one at like fifty yard line. I know Joe's gonna rant about that, but they go for that. You get it. You drive down, score a touchdown. You're down five. Pressure on the Browns. That's a huge momentum thing. But the big thing is like the Steelers. It's Baker's first playoff game. You gotta like you gotta get a lead and put pressure on him. Make him make tough throws and stuff, which they didn't do at all. They made Ben do it and he did it, but. Just too too many turnovers, too many mistakes. Credit to the Browns though for getting it done, but I don't think they played great other than other than that first quarter. Yeah, I just think like the Steelers came into this game like, oh, I mean, like we're the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're the Cleveland Browns. Like we all know how this story goes. Like we're just gonna shit stomp them, like we've been doing for the past twenty years. And like the Browns came out. Well, especially because, like, Pittsburgh got word, you know, they don't have their play caller, no coaches, really. Like, they're missing, like, four, like, pretty good players on their team. And the Browns came out and fucking punched them in the mouth. And, like, the Steelers just, like, didn't know what to do when the Browns came out and just started, like, going ape shit. And then, you know, it took a little while for the Steelers to get going. And, like, once they got going, it was just too late. And they were already, you know, 28-point 20, hole, which obviously cost them the game. So, I mean... I don't know. I guess it it was funny getting seeing Juju get shit on again because he's been getting shit on all year and 
He had 157 in a touchdown. Right. I mean, like, not, not getting shit on, but like the tweet he said, or I mean, the press, the presser. Browns is like, the, Browns. Browns the Browns. Yeah. I, it's always fun seeing Juju get shit on because why not? But yeah, it's about it. All right. Um, wide receiver has become my least favorite position in all of sports by fucking far. Um, it's the Steelers. There's got to be something in the water with these wide receivers because Claypool, Juju, they're both cocky out of their fucking mind. Like, where did that even come from? Like, it took this season for them to just be dickheads. Then I'll even go back to Antonio Brown. That's obvious. He's a loser. Uh, fucking Mike Wallace beat his wife. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders, we had to trade him because he's a crybaby. Like, I don't know what it is with all of our fucking receivers, but they all suck. Now, let's go to that snapping play, the first play of the game. I don't get how James Conner and Ben just, like, forgot how to dive on a fucking ball, but they literally didn't even try. And then the rest of the game, I've never watched a football game where I watch every snap in fear, but I had to because I don't know if you guys saw, Pouncey, nine-time pro bowler, put it in the dirt or just above Ben's head every fucking time. It was like... How can I even, like, enjoy this game at all when we can't even snap the fucking ball? Then I'll go to Ben. Ben, anytime he looked good, our receivers either tipped the ball way up in the fucking air or he just threw a bad ball. Those four picks are the reason why we lost. It put the Browns in great field position, and people shitting on our defense are like, oh, they didn't even get a sack, even though they have a 70-some-odd game streak of getting sacked. Well, how can you when you're on the field the entire game? And then TJ Watt gets to the fourth quarter. He's not even in on the last drive because apparently he was tired. Well, no shit. I mean, you're trying to get through two people at a time, like, while you're down, trying to get a stop. Like, he's going to be dead. Like, he's on the field the entire game. Um, yeah, then, like, Connor, we still couldn't run the fucking ball at all. Like, and this Browns team just – yeah, if that first quarter is never there, we'd blow them out of the fucking water. But still, like, I just don't get how during that whole first quarter, they couldn't do one thing to stop the bleeding. Like, they couldn't do one thing at all. <laughs> I mean, that's all I got to, like, get off my chest. But I, and then Ben and Ben and Pouncey waiting after the game, like, crying and shit. I figured they'd be gone. And I'm like, well, shit. If Ben leaves, that's forty-one million off the cap. Then we can maybe get you know a Stafford or Watson. But I guess Ben's staying, which I know he doesn't have it in him. And I can't watch another season of this four-yard dink and dunk fucking bullshit again. But I'm gonna have to. They started to throw it down the field at the end of that game because they kind of had to. But yeah, they had to. Mm-hmm. But he was icing his arm pretty damn good. Oh, hundred percent. But anyway. Fucking 70 passes. We'll hop, in, we'll hop into our uh, parlay games that we missed on, like, right away. <laughs> we took the we took the Bills versus Colts. Uh, this was 47 to 27. We're covering going into the fourth quarter. But then, yeah, I mean, the Bills just – they just didn't score again. So, yeah, we lost at six and a half. Um, Josh Allen looked great again. So did Diggs. Like, no one can stop them right now. Um yeah, I like the Bills a lot right now. Even though the Colts played a great game. Yeah, I watched the game. I they didn't look like great though. I didn't think the Bills. Like you look at the numbers, they were pretty good. But all game, it seemed like they struggled. They scored when they needed to, though. That's the big thing. And they needed a point, needed a touchdown. Josh Allen drove down, got to dig. They didn't let the what? They didn't let the Colts score in the red zone. Yeah, no, difference. like yeah, like it didn't. Offensively, they didn't look. Like they have recently, but it's playoff football. You're playing against one of the best defenses in the league, so that's probably a big factor. But yeah, I mean, not much about the game really, other than Bills. Like they got it done, they scored, and they needed to. Like that's a good sign, I guess, when you're in the playoffs, though. Yeah, well, honestly, watching this game, the Colts should have won this game. Like, there's no doubt in my mind that there's this was their easily. They choked the fuck out of this game. Like Rodrigo misses the chip shot. Like Joe said, um, they couldn't score in the red zone. Like you convert just one touchdown of theirs in the red zone, game's over. Like they win. Like the defense played great. Like they kept them in the whole game, and they just couldn't convert on offense. Like 
Philip Rivers throws out of bounds like three times in a row to like lose the game and just yeah, it was I don't know. Like it was definitely the Colts game. Like all game they had chances, but they just couldn't convert. Yeah. Um yeah, I guess we'll just hop into the next game then. Um Ram Seahawks. Uh I <laughs> I couldn't believe how high scoring of the game this was with the Rams ending up winning. Um Cam Akers has just turned out to be a stud right now. Um a lot of people are shitting on Russell Wilson now, and I can kind of agree with it because if you look back to midseason, we all had him as our MVP, and I think it was unanimous. Um, and just lately, they can't get their passing game really going. I mean, that they had that one ball to DK, but then other than that, that was that was all they could do. And after the game, they end up letting go of their uh, offense coordinator. So, yeah, the Rams are out. Rams are, I mean, Rams are in. So, yeah, I, like that's a trend for us every year. Like, year after year after year, he starts so hot, and then he just falls off a cliff. And, like, a good, a really good thing is, like, if he never won a Super Bowl, like, let's say he doesn't have a Super Bowl on his, rec- like, resume right now, people probably aren't even considering him that good of a quarterback. Like, you look at other quarterbacks that have won Super Bowl, like Rodgers and Breeze, they only have one Super Bowl, but look at their careers. They've been insane. I know Russ is young, but he's not. He, he hasn't been able to do very good since he lost the Legion of Boom. And I think that's a big factor for quarterbacks. A lot of quarterbacks, you kind of figure it out. You don't have a good defense. But, yeah, the Seahawks just fell off that second half of the year. I don't know what happened. But a healthy Rams defense, they can be scary if uh, golf can get a shit together, which is hard to do for, how like, four games in a row, which is what they're going to need if they want to win. But yeah, that's all. I don't – Russ just needs to figure it out to play a whole season, really. Yeah, watching this game, it was such, like, a shit show of a game. Like, it was just a slow pace, like, no big plays. Like, like a bad Russell Wilson, like, a bad offensive scheme in Russell Wilson against, like, a hurt Jared Goff. It was just run, dink and dump. But, yeah, like Luke said, like, what the hell happened to that Seahawks offense? You know, they go from being the most – dynamic offense in the league to just being probably a bottom half offense in the second half of the year. Like, they put up, like, what, like, six points to the Giants, like, one week, and I don't know. Like, obviously, it's a big reason why the offense coordinator got fired. Like, if you have weapons like he does, there's no way way you shouldn't be scoring 30-plus every game. But I guess the Rams live to see another day, so we'll see how long Goff can ride them out. Yeah. Next game, we had Buccaneers against football team. I think we all knew the Buccaneers were going to win, but we didn't think that Tyler Haneke would put on an absolute chill. I mean, he led them in rushing, and he put up 300 with a touchdown. I guess he put one on the ground, too. Um, Fournette, Fournette looked good. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, that that uh, Buccaneers offense looks, I mean, almost unstoppable. I mean, I think they got everybody clicking right now. I think Brown and Evans just had a great game. Um, but yeah, it, I guess Washington covered, so that ended up giving Jack a W on that one. That's true. Yeah, the the, the Bucks just they're clicking at the right time. Like it's yeah, you know, they always say like it's it's just being hot at the right time is how you win like in the playoffs and win the Super Bowl if you're hot at the right time. And that's exactly what the Bucks are right now. I'm not saying they're gonna win the Super Bowl, but their offense is clicking. They score when they need to. Brady's p- doing Brady things like he's playing really well. But, yeah, shout out to Heineke over there. Like, he balled out and kept him in this game. I think everyone, once Alex Smith, the news is out that he wasn't playing, everyone's probably like, oh, they're going to get blown out. But, no, they sucked it up and they played really well. And kudos to them for being in the playoff 7-9 and putting up a battle. Yeah, you know, I'm not going to really have many takes for this game because basically the whole game was loaded at the bar, and I really didn't watch most of the game because I was smoked. Me either. <laughs> yeah, but, um, yeah, I remember looking over, uh, I don't know, it was around nine, and I I saw that Heineke run live at the bar, and I was absolutely going insane. Um, Like, you know, where he, like, ducks out of three guys and dives to the pylon <laughs> and hits it. Most insane shit ever, like. You check out Twitter after that game, everyone, like, all these NFL guys are like, hey, like, I hope this guy gets a job next year because he deserves one. And, like, even Scary Terry tweeted, like, I hope, like, this guy's, like, I wouldn't mind if this guy's throwing me the ball next year, you know? So, I 
that'd be that'd be sweet to see like some guy's opportunity come from a playoff game like that and then that he could stay a starter in the league but I guess we'll see how that goes I don't know if you saw either but Heineke's one of the boys after his uh, oh XFL yeah he, he knows how to go beers and shit. that's my team that the Battlehawks didn't even fucking know he was on it but <laughs> yeah, they probably would lose to the New York Guardians, though. That's my score. Oh, yeah. Hey, we're, we're, we're second in the <laughs> league, I think, before it got canceled. Yeah, the Guardians were lost, I think. So. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Bino's team was really bad. I forget who it was. The Vipers. Yeah, they were terrible. <laughs> yeah, Joey, if you didn't know, like, when the um, XFL started, you know, like, the only one that really cared about it was Dave, because Dave loves, like, the XFL for some reason. I don't know why. But he's like... He rounded us up all at lunch at the lunch table. We're like, all right, everyone has to pick one, like pick their squad, and like we're setting notifications for them on like Instagram. We're fo- or like we're following them on Instagram. We're setting notifications on ESPN. Like these are gonna be our squads. We follow them. So like we all pick like a different team in the XFL, and like we went nuts. Like the first week, we we're like cheering like for our team like so hard. It was hilarious. Battlehawks, baby. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, because I like you said, we like never like we didn't really know each other at the time, but I remember seeing. Bryce Bookholder and Bryce Puzzle stories all the time. Every time their team won, they'd throw it on their Instagram story. I'm like, there's no way you watch this fucking game. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. like, like nobody watched the games, but of course, like Beast and Bookholder put on their story when they, they like won. The Roughneck should ever, and they went undefeated. They only played like three or yeah, four games. Yeah, I was gonna that say that was the team with PJ Walker. Undefeated. Yeah, my team was like two, two and one, three and one, something like that. The only loss was to the Roughnecks. Imagine Luke picking a team and them. Dude, it was game. it was just That's... a thrill. Like I actually like a good team for that for once. And yeah, but there. And then they throw, yeah, so. exactly. And then the season stopped, so that was fun. Well, anyway, we'll hop into the super duper divisional round. Um, we'll go Packers Rams. Uh, the Packers are favored by six and a half. Um. The over under is four forty five and a half, and I don't know about you guys, but I would definitely take the under here, just because all the injuries that are going on, going on, especially with the Packers O line, it's gonna be cold as fuck. So like, Goff won't even be able to squeeze his hand. I feel like, um, Acres though against this Packers defense, who's struggled a lot against the run, I can see him having a really good game, but um, yeah, I don't know, I. I think I'd still take the Packers covering that six and a half. Um, I like the Rams covering, but just because their defense can keep them in the game, I feel Packers are going to win. I I don't think there's much question about that, but Rams defense is going to be the reason they keep it within six and a half. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to agree with Joe here. I'm going to go the Packers by six and a half. I just think like, when it comes down to it, Aaron Rodgers will find a way to win, and I think they'll win by a touchdown just because, like, they'll be – I guess they won't be able to, like, throw all over and run all over them, but, like, they'll be able to move the ball at times, and I just don't think that Rams offense will have enough firepower, you know, to keep going with the um, Packers. Yeah, and another thing I'm really worried about is Aaron Donald, if he is healthy, he will run through this Packers defense, and – um. Rodgers has like a 45% uh, completion percentage when he's like pressured at all. So like that's really scary to think about. But then you see Donald, like he was grimacing after like a ton of plays with like something with his ribs. They're not broken, but like there's like a tissue like tear or something. So it'll be interesting to see what yeah, happens I think that, Like you said, that's um, interesting. Like I didn't even know that, how he doesn't throw very good. And you got – Ramsey's gonna be on Adams. I can't wait for that matchup. I can't yeah. wait. Uh, big shot, Bob Tanya. Though get a touchdown, that'll be nice for me. Got him on my playoff fantasy team. But uh, yeah, we'll just move on to the Ravens Bills. Um, I think this should actually be a really good game. Uh, the Bills are only favored by two and a half. I think we said we're are we hitting the over on this? Yeah, yeah, it's forty nine. But um. It's a low. It's a low spread. Or, I mean, low over under. Yeah, um, I'll take I'll take the Bills here to cover. Um, I the Bills are just like I was listening to this thing. They're saying the Bills all year have been good at taking away the one thing you're like the best at, and then making you beat them 
off what you're not good at. I mean, and if you look at teams they play, like when they lost against the Titans, they shut down Henry, but then uh, Tannehill let it up. And I don't know, it's just games like that where, like, I think they'll be able to pull this out, especially Bills Mafia. There's going to be fans there. Um, I think it's, you said there's a little bit of snow, but at snow game, uh, Lamar Jackson said in a press conference that um, he's never actually played in a snow game. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, no, I think it's going to be one of the better games of the um, playoffs, really, because I think the Ravens are playing so good. And I had the Bills win the Super Bowl. I think they're, I think they're going to win this game. I think they're going to cover because it's only a two and a half. So like, chances of it getting within one, I don't, I don't know. And football is kind of hard, but I, I think the Bills are going to cover. But I think it's going to be a really tough game. I would not be surprised if the Ravens won this either. Yeah, I think we're going to go with the hat trick here. I'm going to go with the Bills too. Um, I think it'll be like a 27-24 type of game. Uh, it'll be back and forth all game. I know um, Weatherman Bino said there was some expected uh, snow storms, but I think it's just supposed to be like flurries. And honestly, yeah, like you said, Joe, like Lamar might not be well, but like this benefits just the Ravens in general because like the cold, like the cold atmosphere, like the weather's bad, you know, like the Ravens live off running the ball. So that's just going to give them another reason to pound the ball. But yeah, I got bills by two and a half though. Um. Just, I mean, I know it's a totally different offense, but if you remember, I doubt there'll be this much snow either. Like there can't be, but that that uh, Packers um, Titans game at Lambeau and it was snowing. They, I mean, the running backs like they had decent games, but they were throwing the ball like left and right. And I feel like if the Bills are a team that's going to be able to move the ball through the air, right? I think Allen can do that. Old Wyoming boy with the cannon on him. Like I, I feel like. You know, yeah, like the thing with the easy. snow is wide receivers. I think I said this about that Packers game is wide receivers know where they're going when they're running routes. The corners are going to be slip like you corners are slipping because you got to make the cuts keep up with them. But wide receivers know what they're doing, so like I think passing it's not yeah. that much of a disadvantage passing running. I don't think it kind of evens out almost. It's basically just like gripping the ball. Yeah, it's going to be come down to that, just gripping the ball and catching the ball really. Yeah, I think that's another match to look forward to is uh, Marlon Humphrey versus uh, Diggs. It'll be fun to watch. Um, next game, we have the Browns and Chiefs. Now, I'm sticking with my Browns here because I think every team that's beat the Steelers so far has won the week after also. <laughs> I'm not taking a money line, don't get me wrong, but I think they can cover 10 points. That's a lot. And the Chiefs haven't covered on a single game all year anyway. So, uh, and I really don't like them homes and like them guys have been out for two weeks. I think, uh, especially this year, if you're rolling, you're rolling, but, uh, some like roadblock comes in and kind of get fucked over. So yeah, I'll take Brown's covering. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the safer option would be Brown's covering just because like 10 and a half, like you said, the chiefs haven't covered in a, yet this year, really, but I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to go Brown's covering, but once again, like that last game, but don't be surprised if the Chiefs just turn it on somehow in the playoffs. But no, I don't think that's going to happen because Browns are kind of riding a big win. So, yeah, I'm going to go Browns cover, though. Yeah, I'm also going to go Browns here as well. Um, I know we were talking about this a little bit before, but if the Browns can make the Chiefs play to their, like, style of game and, like, their pace, they're easily going to cover this game. Like, if they can get it to stick around and pound, like – shoe clock just try and run as much as you can and I know this Chiefs defense has been a little sketchy against the run too and like you saw what the, um, Cleveland did to Pittsburgh last week like when they had their opportunities they capitalized and yeah I don't yeah like I said I don't think um, like Joey said I don't think they're gonna I'm gonna take the Browns on the money line but I do think they will cover because 10 is you know two score Uh, next game we have is uh, Buccaneers Saints. Now I think this this is gonna be also like a really great game. Um, shit, I mean I think I'm gonna stick with the Saints because I do have them in Super Bowl, but that negative three is like really tough. Um, shit, I'll let you guys talk about it too. You guys think? Ah, uh, I like Bucks just because it's hard to be a a good team like that three times, and the Saints already. 
pounded them twice. I know they smoked them, but just Bucks are playing so good, and I think Brady's gonna turn it just turn on something in the playoffs here. And Saints didn't look great against the Bears. I know the Bears have a good de- better defense, but they didn't look great. I I like the Bucks though, covering too. Yeah, um, this game is just a big toss-up because obviously if you look at trends right now, um, Tampa Bay is the better team coming into this game. But, like, these past two times he's played, like, the Saints have just given him an ass-whooping. And, like, it hasn't been close. And you think about it, like, Tampa Bay's losses are to teams that are in the playoffs basically this year. So, like, Tampa Bay really hasn't beat many teams that, like, are – like, 10 wins are over. So, uh I think I'm going to go Tampa Bay here as well. I think they're just going to get it done. I'm going to take them on, like, the money line as well. Um, I just think they're riding in so hot, and, like, the Saints are just kind of sputtering offense. And even if, like, the um, Tampa Bay can get up one or two scores, I don't know if the Saints have it in them to, like, you know, take those deep shots down the field to get back in the game. I'm actually going to go uh, Saints here. Partly because Luke picked the Buccaneers, but um, the other part is because um, I think the Saints just match up against every team, like, super well. Obviously, they're not going to be able to, like, match up with all their wide receivers, but um, they're going to take the running game out of the, out of the picture, and I think Ladmore versus Evans will be huge if they can just shut him down. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, this game could easily go money line Buccaneers, but um, – I'm going to stick with Saints. I mean, yeah, I know it is really hard to beat a team three times in one season, but, um, I yeah, I guess I'm just going to take Saints here. Um, so, to wrap up last week, <laughs> this, this is really embarrassing, but I had one win, Luke had zero, and Jack had one win. So, <laughs> I had one win last week? For, like, yeah, covering, so like, like, so like spread-wise, yeah. That... Damn. No, I, yeah, so, I, I mean, had the Browns. Oh, no, 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 uh, no I, didn't. Game, I didn't actually. The game you won yeah. was a football team. Yeah, I'm looking yeah at I was talking to Joel about it, and I was wow. like, I could have sworn I had the Ravens winning. Like, I swore on it, but then I had Titans covering, Ravens winning, and I was like, fuck. So I was like, talk- yeah. For some reason, I thought I had the Browns, but I'm like, ever since I heard word of them, their play calling, yeah. and all those guys being out, I'm like, oh, like, there's yeah. no way Pittsburgh loses. I'm surprised they went Titans. Yeah, and I had, uh, I had Saints beating the Bears, and, um, if they hit the field goal, then you and then you and uh, Luke hit. But yeah, they... <laughs> I think they would have made it. Oh uh, yeah, I we guess. can safely assume they would have made that. Can't assume. We're gonna, We're gonna have, have to ask. Dave, let's ask Dave who but... made it. Or Victor. Well, Dave would have yeah, to ask they... Victor. I feel like that's how. Yeah, it's a yeah. It's you got a man yeah. type deal going on. The messenger. <laughs> The messenger. So, I mean, since we're actually betting on sports now, I guess we can uh, tell everybody what our picks are this week. Um, yeah, I, I can pull it up here quick, actually. Here. We got uh, Green Bay money line. Uh, Ravens versus Bills. We're hitting the over on a 49 and a half. Then we got uh, Browns Chiefs. We're hitting that Browns um, covering 10 points. And then Buccaneers Saints. We're going to take the over on the 52. So if that hits, we're all going to go fucking wild. But I mean, we have a $10 bet. Yeah, a $10 bet wins you 80 bucks. So you get nine bucks in return if you bet 10. So we'll get it. We'll get it. Might as well. Yeah, I mean, we might as well. Like, why we're here. I mean, like, currently 0 for 2 in my betting career, like, third time's a charm. Yeah, you know, back in, back the, yeah, I remember at the beginning, at the beginning of the year, I bet, you know, three bucks that the, that the uh, Cyclones would cover a 10-point spread on the Louisiana team or whatever, and of course, Louisiana beats my 13, so, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, after that, yeah. I just pretty much no. quit betting. Yeah, and then Iowa State went on to like, win the bef- Fiesta Bowl. Before, when I used to, like, do, like, bets, like, not the spread, like, I just bet, like, on the team I'd win, that would win, I, like, win all the time, like, coin, at, coin beats me, like, never beats me on th- these games I bet with him, but now that we do these spreads and stuff, I just, 
it fosters me. It really does. It, I just can't hairy. get those right. I can't get the spread right. Oh, I get the team hairy, right. Dude. I can't get the damn spread, though. <laughs> <laughs> it gets hairy, all right. All righty. Well, I think next week will be a much happier podcast because our teams yeah. will be losing. So, and we're going to yeah, get our money, uh, so... Yeah, it'll be eighty dollars. No, it's not. Hopefully, we're game. getting it, Joe. You gotta have some confidence. Yeah, act like got a. Oh, <laughs> I was just saying that uh, our teams, uh, like oh, Steelers yeah. and uh, Bears, yeah, they they don't have the chance to lose. So, all right, um, yeah, I mean, I think that wraps up all this week. Um, got everything off my chest. So, I guess if you guys got every, anything else to say, you just. Say no. I'll just go Hawks. I know he's going to say that. <laughs> Literally every podcast. He's got to let him know. Go Hawks. You know, go go clones. Big game against KU. Kind of like a rivalry game. Just besides the fact that they have flip used, record Jack, this year Jack, at 10 and 3. It used to be 10. a big rivalry, but. Oh, Monte Morris, George Neal. Oh. Yeah, that match was insane. No, I do remember them games because they played on Big Monday. They played on Big Monday twice a year. Those those are always good games, yeah. But it just every year they played on Big Monday, and it was like Iowa State always wear the yellow jerseys, and it was insane. But I mean, you know, I guess we had to sacrifice basketball to be a football school. Sometimes you gotta do that. You gotta pick your sports. Like that's what I was doing, you know, because they're mediocre. We saw. We saw what Iowa State was doing. Like, well, they're gonna flip. I said, Fuck it, let's flip. But I was our bas- our football team's still good, though. That's the thing. Mediocre. Mediocre is sixteen. Frank, <laughs> racist. <laughs> All righty. Well, I guess I'll see you guys tonight. So uh, that- this kid is a He's a He's a Let him go, it's time. 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 Let him go, it's time.